The Mary Mac Show, where we will be talking about your feelings, experiences, and pain following the death of a loved one. Good afternoon, good evening. Wherever you find yourself in this entire world, I welcome you. How are you doing, my friend? I hope this note finds you well and safe. At this time each year, in many parts of the world, we celebrate Mother's Day. For most, this is a joyful day when we get to visit our mothers or if they live far away, Send them flowers, gifts, and cards, and let them know what a significant contribution they made in our lives. Today is a day to pack up the car with favorite foods and baked goods we lovingly prepared or purchased and head over to our mom's house to enjoy her and our family's company. Maybe she's a little older now, and it's our time to welcome everyone to our home and prepare a wonderful meal. But for those whose mothers have already left this earth, it can be a melancholy day. There is a sense of sadness and loneliness for the woman we can no longer hug and kiss and speak with and confide in. No one whom we can appreciate on this day. Children, teens, young adults, midlife and even older adults all long for the days when they were held, kissed, loved, consoled, fed, taught, and even sometimes scolded by their moms. For some, they will commemorate their first Mother's Day without their mother. When Mother's Day comes around, I usually have mixed emotions. I'm grateful that my own mother along with the other mothers I've had the privilege to still enjoy. My godmother, my aunt, my friend Jeannie, all who really get me since I'm anything but conventional in my thinking. These ladies have made a considerable mark on my life. They've been there when things weren't going as expected, when I was sad and lonely. They listened to me when I needed to vent and gave me advice when I wasn't quite sure what road was the best one to go down. My grandmother and Nana 
who are no longer here with us also. They were mother figures to me. They were the ones who were there when we arrived home from school. When I'd stay over my grandmother's house, she'd let me stay up late, <laughs> later than usual. And when my mother would call to confirm I was sleeping, my grandmother would say, while I was sitting right next to her, of course she's sleeping. <laughs> and then we'd both laugh after she hung up the phone. And then she'd look at me and say, now this is our little secret. Your mother can never know. Otherwise, we'll both get into a lot of trouble. So it was our thing together. My Nana came to live with us when we moved from the city to the suburbs when I was 12. We had a big house now, so there was room for Nana. There she taught me sewing, baking, cooking, knitting, crocheting, and needlepoint. I remember when I learned how to make clothes for my Barbie dolls. The funniest thing I remember was when on Sunday she would make sauce for our Italian dinner, and many of my aunts and uncles and their children, my cousins, would come over. So one Sunday we opened the tomato paste, and when the can opener pierced the can, <laughs> the paste went flying up on the ceiling. Oh my word, it was such a sight to see. We didn't know whether to laugh or cry. What an absolute mess. <laughs> Can't you just see that? I'm sure you have had special times that you remember about your mother, your aunts, your godmother, grandmothers, and other mother figures who loved you, taught you so much, and was there for you during good and bad times. We all need mother figures in our life, whether we have experienced our mother's death or not. Today on Mother's Day, these memories will surface. You might remember past Mother's Days, like having all the mothers meet for a family brunch or dinner, either at someone's home or at a restaurant. If you've experienced your mother's death, especially if yours was a wonderfully close relationship, this day can bring you enormous pain. You miss her physical presence the way she spoke to you, the way she carried herself, her sense of clothing, the sacrifices she made for your benefit, how she made you feel so special, went out of her way to comfort you when needed, and all the caring things she did as you were growing up. The special food she'd prepare, the activities she attended, the trips you made together as a family, or just the two of you. Whether your mother has died recently or many years ago, Mother's Day can sting, and sting badly, because you recall all the things she meant to you, and what life would be like now had she not been taken when she was. If she died when you were an infant, child, teen, or young adult, you feel cheated of all the years you could have had with her. She might have died in childbirth or when you were too young to truly remember her, and you perhaps rely on your father and other relatives to refresh your memories and take out old photos of her. 
If she died when you were old enough to remember, yours is a difficult hurt, watching your friends and even cousins being raised and loved by their mothers, but you don't have that luxury. You know how unfair this is, yet you wonder what it's like to be in their shoes and have a woman who would nurture you as you start to come into your own. If she died when you were becoming independent, you also wonder what it would have been like to include her in your college years, packing your things, buying what you needed for your dorm room. And of course, missing her when you graduated from each school, grade school, high school, and college. She was not in that seat, perhaps next to your dad, and how you wished she was. She would have helped you get your first apartment, cheer you on when you had your first jobs, and encourage you as you started your career. She would have been there when you got married, had your first child, and subsequent children, and you watched with excitement when she became a grandmother and enjoyed birthdays and special holidays together. If she died when she was in midlife, you never thought she would have been taken so soon. She had so much life to live, and never did you think you wouldn't have the ability to see her grow old. And then if she did get to grow old, the roles started to reverse, and now you were the one taking care of her. She needed you toward the end of her life, and you did the best to ensure she had what she needed. Yet for some, there is a whole host of other women who took on that role of mother for you. They may not have been your biological mother, but along the way, they stepped into that role because you needed them. Most sacrificed a lot to take care of you, nurture you, and made sure that you were safe and raised well. And today you're grieving for that stepmother who raised you, the grandmother, aunt, godmother, or other female relative that you considered your mom. Perhaps it was an adoptive mother and father who wanted so much to love a child that they couldn't have. And one day you were placed in her arms and she felt so blessed to have you to raise and love. Perhaps it was a foster mother who wanted so much to give a child a good home, which you longed for. You might have been floating from home to home, and finally you found her, and she found you. The one who was stable and loving and wanted to make sure you were well taken care of. She might have even been able to adopt you. She was the mother you dreamed of, and you will forever be grateful for what she did for you. She made the greatest impact on your life, and you miss her dearly. And then there are also older sisters who stepped in to care for younger siblings when their mothers died young. She kept the family going. Sometimes her role goes unnoticed, but she took on a job she was never meant to do. And she sacrificed an awful lot of her life and happiness for you. The dates she never had, the parties she didn't attend, 
the meals she had to cook, the grocery shopping, the cleaning of the home and laundry, the college classes she might have had to forego to make sure you had what you needed while your father was working. She was a surrogate mother to you. So much of her own desires weren't experienced. If she has died, thank her in spirit. But there is a long list of other situations surrounding Mother's Day and grief that many have experienced yet we often don't acknowledge, and I want to do so now. Mothers who are grieving a child's death at any age. There are many mothers who will not have the pleasure of their children's company this year because they have predeceased them. No mother ever believes that she will live longer than her children. If you've experienced the death of a child or children, maybe even all of your children, you might feel like you cannot call yourself a mother any longer. And I'm here to tell you that that is not the case. You are still a mom, only now your child or children are with you in spirit. And they will always be there with you. Your relationship with your children was cut short, and the pain is severe. Whether family or friends acknowledge this day or not, I want to acknowledge it. Happy Mother's Day to you. We remember them today with you in spirit. Sometimes, for some women, it's not an actual loss of a mother that is difficult to grieve. It can also be what hasn't occurred that can sting on a day like today. Women who are grieving the children that they never had, waited too long, decided their career was more important, and now they regret it. Or simply didn't find the right husband or partner to build a family with, and now they're in their 40s or older, and their time has passed, and they feel so sad that their dream can no longer become reality. These are incredible women, women who all their lives believed at some point they'd become mothers, and now in their latter years still wonder what it would have been like had their lives' circumstances been different, had life taken a different turn, and they would have been called mommy. There are also women who gave up their babies for adoption at birth because it was the best thing at the time, but they are still grieving for the relationship they don't have with them today and are longing for that connection. For my adoptive mothers who gave up their child, you are truly special. I realize this day may bring painful memories and guilt of what you couldn't give your child at the time. But do realize how selfless it was to make sure that your little one was cared for properly. I can't think of a more important decision. You should feel peace that you did the right thing, when perhaps the right thing wasn't happening in your own life back then. You put your feelings and concerns aside to ensure your little one had a better life. 
Feel peace in your soul for that on this day. He or she will always, always be your child. You just decided another good woman would raise them for you. There are still other wonderful women who have almost become mommies but have experienced miscarriage or stillbirth. If you've experienced this, I am here to validate your loss. They will always be your child. Always. And for those who are working on becoming pregnant, reach out to friends who have young ones and get involved in their lives. Being around little ones will help raise your spirits and decrease your feelings of despair. And I realize at the beginning that might be very difficult. But envision how it will look when you're bringing your little one to the playground and changing their diapers and watching them laugh as you talk baby talk to them. There are women who strive to become pregnant and haven't yet achieved this goal. They've never had the honor to even become pregnant for a whole host of reasons. Women who are grieving the children they couldn't have did everything they could to get pregnant, and it didn't happen. For all the ladies who are not blessed with little ones, we are a rather large bunch, it seems. We are the ones who dote on the nieces and nephews and other children. We have fun texting messages, emailing, calling, sending photos, and laughing over funny jokes. Sure, it took us years to settle within ourselves that this dream would probably not come true. We struggled with it for a long time, and eventually we figured out along the way to celebrate all the maternal passions we had. We volunteered for children's causes, we raised money for them, we became mentors for younger women, as a few precious ladies have for me, and we made sure we're busy making others' lives better. And lastly, we must acknowledge the fathers who raised their own children and were the mothers as well as fathers to them. We celebrate them for taking on this incredible challenge, and maybe they haven't been properly acknowledged for the years of work, effort, and missed quiet time they might have had if their wives and children's wonderful mothers had not died so soon. But unfortunately, there were mothers who were neglectful and irresponsible and wouldn't or couldn't raise their own children for a whole host of reasons, including addiction, mental illness, abandonment, or other reasons. And so I salute the fathers who took on this challenge and became mothers. And today, Mother's Day is for you also. All these folks feel a melancholy Mother's Day. So what can we do to get through this day? I remember a few years back, a young lady wrote me with her dilemma. She specifically spoke about how she would send her mother orchids each year and could no longer send them to her. And this is how I responded. I have an idea. 
What if you took the money you were going to spend on orchids and bring Mother's Day balloons to several women in a retirement or nursing home who have no children to receive anything from? Perhaps their children have predeceased them and they feel the same pain you now feel. Can you imagine all the love you would share? When you see the delight on their face when someone as wonderful as you took the time to make their day. It's one of the greatest experiences you will ever have. Promise. In every moment, we have the chance to make someone feel good about themselves, even when we feel so badly. It might take a little research to find a local nursing facility. But walking into a woman's room with a colorful helium balloon that they could look at for weeks to come will bring them great joy. I can't think of anything more wonderful than to surprise a stranger with such kindness. I remember years ago we would get together with the senior ministry at our church and coordinate bringing small plants to all the ladies in nursing facilities or hospitals on Mother's Day. They were thrilled with their gift, that we took the time to think about them and bring them such lovely plants. But the real gift was the joy each of those in the ministry received when they delivered them and saw the overwhelming excitement and thankfulness on the faces of these ladies. Those were wonderful days. Perhaps you'd feel better taking out old albums and reminiscing with your family members or friends. Yes, the tears may flow, but what do you care? Sometimes a trip down memory lane is cathartic and welcomed. Pictures can bring back lovely memories and make you smile, too. Maybe you decide to call some of your mother figures in your life and even visit them. You don't have to do the Mother's Day brunch, which might be too much for you this year, but coffee with these ladies might be just the thing. You might decide to spend time with the women in your life who aren't mothers or struggling to become mothers. Theirs is a very private grief that few want to hear about. Be that shoulder for them. Right there in the back of their minds floats the thought that they may never have the good fortune of being called mommy. Reach out to another young mother with wisdom only you can give her. Especially if her mother has died, she will feel so fortunate for the motherly counsel. You can also go to the lake, the beach, the park, or other place that brought your mother joy and will bring back good memories. Write lovely notes and invite others to do the same. Then attach them to a helium balloon and let them float to the sky. If your mother has died, you can always find another older lady who has no one and she will adopt you as her own. Bring her to the movies, bake with her, talk to her, bring her on walks. Get her out of the house, laugh with her, cry with her. She might be as close as your neighbor right up the block 
or in your apartment building right down the hall. However you decide to remember and celebrate your mother or other women who graciously served as your mother, be grateful for their love and all they did for you. For mothers who are grieving the children that once graced their lives for just a few months or many years, that time was precious and a special gift and we celebrate their part in your life's journey. For those who are still believing for their little one, I am believing with you. And for those ladies who have passed their ability to become a mother, I empathize with you. I, too, will forever have this hurt. I've chosen to concentrate my time and give my love to those who appreciate it. Whatever your circumstances, know that motherhood comes in many forms. We don't need a label to make a younger person or other mother figure feel cherished. So now it's time to get up, move our bodies and enjoy the music. Dance, dance, dance and feel it. And even if you think this is a little strange, don't think about it. Just get up anyway, okay? listening in today. Remember to write five things in your journal each evening that you are grateful for. Visit my website, marymac.info, for your free book. And please rate and review my podcast wherever you listen to me. And as always, remember to be happy because you deserve to. I'll talk to you again soon.